Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you so much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast, where we talk New Orleans Saints. And on this edition, this is the 2022 mock draft edition of the State of the Saints podcast. This is our fifth year doing the State of the Saints podcast mock draft. And it's always exciting to do this. The NFL draft symbolizes a brand new year. It symbolizes a, a new beginning. Teams that struggled last season have an opportunity to feel that they can actually change their fortunes by drafting key players in certain positions to get them over the hump. And the New Orleans Saints are no exception. We know that the New Orleans Saints missed the playoffs last year. It's something of uncharted territories. The Saints won the NFC South four consecutive times, been to the playoffs. So we, as a fan base, are excited about the future of the New Orleans Saints. But we're more excited about this upcoming draft. So what direction is the New Orleans Saints going in? What are they going to do to try to fill some of the holes that they have on their team? All right, we're going to be talking about that. Rounds one through six. All right, I got it right here. The New Orleans Saints, they have the 16th and the 19th pick, of course, uh, via trade with the Philadelphia Eagles in the first round. The second round, they have uh, the 49th pick in the second round. In round number three, they have number 98. The fourth round, 120. Fifth, 161. And finally, in the sixth round, they have number 194. So what are the Saints going to do with those draft picks? Well, we're about to find out. And without further ado, somebody hit that ESPN music for me real quick. Yes, sir. The 2022 NFL Mock Draft State of the Saints podcast is officially underway. And with the first pick, pick number 16 for the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Saints select Charles Cross from Mississippi State. Look, six foot five, 307 pounds. Charles Cross is a big physical offensive lineman. He played in 12 games at left tackle. Left tackle, a position that the Saints actually need. And not only that, Charles Cross can not only play left tackle, but he can play either tackle positions. So if you decide to put Ryan Ramchick on the left side, a spot that he played when he was at the University of Wisconsin, and you put Charles Cross over there, he will fit in just right. He's a big physical guy. He's strong. He's like what we call country strong. And he won't be one of those guys that's going to allow pass rushers to just, you know, knock him over. You're going to really have to bring it every single Sunday when you're going up against Charles Cross. He still has some work that he needs to do, especially some of those hybrid guys. But it's not something that I feel like would be a big concern. He's a guy that is going to be a first day starter. Any team that he gets with, will be a, a team that is much better on the offensive line. And I hope that the New Orleans Saints is that team. So with the 16th pick, I got Charles Cross from Mississippi State. And next we have number 19. The 19th pick in the first round, the New Orleans Saints select. Man, come on, man. Chris Olave from Ohio State. The six-foot-tall, 187-pound wide receiver that can run all the routes. You can put him on the inside. You can put him on the outside. 
He's a guy that can win the 50-50 balls, and he's fundamentally sound. Look, the Saints have needed a number two wide receiver for I don't know how long. They tried to get a guy like Emmanuel Sanders. Heck, a couple years ago, they thought Cam Meredith might be the answer. You had Tay again, Jr., but this is a guy that I feel like is a certified, bona fide number two receiver. And then it doesn't hurt that he came from Ohio State. We know that New Orleans loves themselves some Ohio State players. And Michael Thomas, I feel like even though he's kind of a lone wolf, the fact that Chris Olave went to his alma mater, he'll probably want to embrace that guy a little bit more than he probably would some other receiver that's coming in. I feel like he will take him under his wing, and those guys can really do damage. The New Orleans Saints will finally have the one-two punch that we wanted them to have. Jameis Winston will have more weapons, a better weapon, with Chris Olave at the number 19 pick. And now we move on to the second round. The second round, number 49, the New Orleans Saints select. They select Brian Cook out of Cincinnati. Look, the six-foot-tall, 209-pound safety, who is a hard hitter, a guy that's extremely physical, and he has a lot of charisma. You think you like C.J. Gardner-Johnson? I know you do, but this guy is cut from the same cloth. This guy is a alpha male when he's on the field, and he's a guy that is going to bring it every single week. Now, there are some times where, you know, he can get a little bit lost at times, but that comes with the territory, especially when you're young. I feel like this guy can come in. Not only can he play the safety position, but if you bring him down into the nickel, he can do that as well. And he can develop as that safety that you want him to be. He can be an alternate of Mark with Marcus May, and he can really do some damage out there. And he can guard tight ends and running backs. Malcolm Jenkins retired. We know that the Saints need somebody to be able to fill that void. Brian Cook will be that guy. So I have in the second round, the Saints selecting Brian Cook out of Cincinnati. We move on to round number three. Round number three, the New Orleans Saints select who? They select another Brian. Brian Robinson Jr. out of Alabama. Look, six foot one, 225 pounds. A big physical guy. A guy that will run you over. A guy that's not afraid of physicality. A guy who is not afraid to go up in there and make a play and fight for extra yards. Look, Alvin Kamara most likely is going to be out for the start of the season. We don't know how many games he's going to be out. Mark Ingram, a guy who is getting up there in age but still can be able to do a few things. But I feel like Brian Robinson can be that change of pace back, and he's a guy that the Saints can groom to be opposite of Alvin Kamara. He's not the guy that's going to catch the ball out of backfield right away. Just like Mark Ingram, it's going to take some time for him to develop, but he is a guy that is not afraid to carry the load, to be able to carry the ball several times. And along with Mark Ingram, I feel like they can hold down the fort until Alvin Kamara gets back. Brian Robinson, not afraid of the big stage, went to the University of Alabama, played in some of the biggest games in college football, and I think that the lights are not going to be too bright for him. So I have Brian Robinson going to the New Orleans Saints in the third round. In the fourth round, I have the New Orleans Saints selecting linebacker, a guy that is out of Wyoming. That's right, Wyoming. We got another Caden Ellis type guy. I'm talking about Chad Muma. 
Chad Moomin, a linebacker. He's six foot three, 239 pounds. He is a guy that is most likely going to be a special teams player right away. But that normally comes in with a fourth round pick. You're not going to see many guys starting in the fourth round unless they just knock the socks off of a team. But he is a guy that averaged 11 tackles per game when he was in college this last year. I'm going to say that again. He averaged 11 tackles per game. The dude is a tackling machine. He's not afraid to put his head in, and he's not afraid to go out there to play sideline to sideline. Now, he does have some issues with his straight speed. You know, sometimes, you know, a guy could probably juke him a little bit, but I think with the proper development, he can be a guy that's a part of your rotation. You have a guy like Pete Warner. You got guys like Demario Davis. He can fall into some of that rotation when those guys need a little bit of a breather, and not to mention he can help out on special teams. So with the fourth-round pick for the New Orleans Saints, I got Chad Murmur once again out of Wyoming. With the fifth-round pick, you got to bear with me with this one, okay? I know some people may not heard of this guy, but I did a lot of research on him. I'm talking about Andrew Ogletree out of Youngstown State. Youngstown State, six foot seven, 256 pounds, a big tight end. We know that the New Orleans Saints, they have not answered any questions when it comes to the tight end position. Adam Troutman, we thought that he, be able, he would be able to step up, has not happened, okay? We know that they had Nick Burnett, he's been dealing with injuries. Jawan Johnson has shown promise, but he still needs to develop as a tight end. And I just feel like right now, if Adam Troutman isn't giving you what you need, this guy can be a guy waiting in the wings. He's going to be a fifth-round pick, and he is a work in progress. But so was a guy like Jimmy Graham. But that big physical frame that he gives you, that six-foot-seven frame, he has a huge catch radius. He can be able to be a goal-line threat, and not to mention a guy you can check it down to. I'm not expecting for this guy to be starting right away. He might even be a practice squad guy. But if you develop this guy the right way, you put the right coach around him, a six foot seven guy. I mean, just on that alone, I feel like he is worth a look at. He's worth a look at. So I have Andrew Ogletree coming in in the fifth round of the NFL draft. And finally, with the sixth round pick, the sixth round pick for the New Orleans Saints, I got the New Orleans Saints selecting another wide receiver. I'm talking about Justin Ross out of Clemson. Now, I know some people are probably confused. Like, Justin Ross, man, there's no way in the world that Justin Ross is going to be there in the sixth round. Pump your brakes. Okay, Justin Ross is coming off a spinal injury. And when you start dealing with the spine, a lot of teams start to shy away from situations like that. And a lot of teams think that he will not be the Justin Ross he once was the phenom he was when he first got on the campus at Clemson. A lot of people feel like he's not going to be back to form. And because of that, some teams will shy away from him. With a six-round pick, I think it's worth you bringing a guy like that in. Worst case scenario, he doesn't make the team. But it is a six-round pick. Not many six-round picks actually make a team. And he's worth a shot. Because if he goes back to being the Justin Ross that we want him to be, the guy that had over 1,700 yards at Clemson at one year, a guy that took the college football by storm, dominated along with his, his counterpart, T. Higgins, 
if he can get back to that form you got yourself michael thomas you got yourself a chris Olave, and then you got justin ross a one two and a three that would be magical okay i mean you take a gamble in this sixth round and hopefully it pays dividends for you i got the same selecting justin ross in the sixth round of the 2022 nfl draft and there you have it who that nation those are the guys i feel that the saints will select in this year's 2022 draft but i would love to hear from you what do you think about the new orleans saints what do you think the saints are going to do in the 2022 draft comment down below like and share this video this has been the state of the saints podcast be sure to subscribe to the youtube channel youtube.com search the state of the saints podcast facebook.com search the state of the saints podcast previous episodes available on itunes spotify iHeartRadio, anchor fm and also a part of the pigskin podcast network till next time all i gotta say is who that